Welcome to the Now That's Gaming Podcast. In this episode, we have some really interesting topics to go over. One of Insomniac being acquired by Sony. And lastly, one topic that was really interesting is Ooblets or Oblets or whatever it is. Ooblets. I'm joined with Tubby Moore from the Tubby Sandwich. Back at it again, folks. Let's go. This is going to be a really interesting one. You want to start off, Tubby, with the Insomniac being acquired by Sony, which happened yesterday, <laughs> uh, August 19th. I still can't believe this, to be honest. I I think it came to a surprise for everyone because when people think Insomniac games, the first thing they usually think of is like Ratchet and Clank or maybe something like Spider-Man. Of course, that's the newest one. And with their development history, they've always developed for the Sony platform. So I I think a lot of people, they were Mm -hmm. more surprised of the fact that Sony had it already acquired them. Because it's it's just, it's just weird. What what, what did you think when you, when you first saw that? Uh, I seen that like in a tweet, I was like, hmm. (laughs) Just casually drop it. The thing is, it's like, I seen that like after waking up. So I wasn't like sure if that was like real or not, if I was still dreaming. (laughs) Because it's like I always thought they were like a part of Sony. Like, yeah. during the whole time. It's strange. They did have that one game, Sunset Overdrive, that did come out on the, what was it, it was Xbox? Xbox One, mm-hmm. actually, now, exclusive. Now on PC. But yeah, it's crazy to see that being acquired by Sony. That opens up a lot of stuff and allows them to produce you know, with a bigger budget, I'm assuming now. Mm hmm produce uh bigger games like we, we were talking about it earlier we're thinking with this new partnership we're we're is this, this might sound a little crazy but we're thinking uh insomniac's next game because of the time span so spider-man came out what last year yeah right 2018 so we'll have 2019 2020 we're assuming that the ps5 would launch in 2021 or maybe late 2020 we're thinking that uh, insomniac's next project is going to be either a launch title for the ps5 or it's going to come out in the earliest part of the ps5's life cycle and what 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 what, what did what did you say Nakasa, for it to be like a launch title what did, what were you thinking it would be i still think ratchet and clank because that came out early yeah. didn't that come out relatively early in the ps4's lifespan yeah, I think that came out. Let me PS4. I think that came out like 2017. No, oh man, 2016. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's been a while. So it was a few years ago, and yeah, I was thinking that Ratchet and Clank would be a really good series to come back to, especially since they kind of calmed down on releasing a lot of Ratchet and Clank games since there's like. 13 around this date so i think that would be a really good game to come back to especially with the new hardware they could do a lot of fun stuff and maybe i know this is crazy maybe they could do some crazy stuff like have it be open world <laughs> I'm, i don't know i don't know i don't know so you, you don't think they would uh build up on the success of the current spider-man game and make a sequel instead like you mean like before ratchet and clank i mean definitely no i I mean, for the PS5, oh, they were to... of course. One of the reasons I think that Sony acquired them is Spider-Man and the success it did. Because this kind of happened, like, so close you to know. the game releasing. <laughs> so, I mean... You, you know, you know, it's interesting, too. Hmm? So, okay, so this is August 20th now. So, this is the day after this announcement. 
I saw it on, I saw on Twitter that apparently uh, the Sp- Spider-Man is no longer part of the MCU. Oh yeah, I heard of that. And That's what. So it's kind of it makes it makes some gears turning that what Sony's planning to do with the Spider-Man series. That that's, that's such a strange, uh, Man, just just such a strange decision. That's gonna be weird to too, because if it's not part of the cinematic universe anymore, how is it gonna tie in into like the next part of the uh, series? You know, the movies. Yeah, that's if true. That's a- I mean, they, they it can be its own. I think the Spider-Man is such a big name. I think it can stand on its own, but the fact that it's not the MC is kind of. It kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a lot of people like, what? Why? Because, <laughs> like, he's an important, like, character, you know, character for the whole, like, you know, in game and all that stuff. And going into the next phase, it's kind of weird not have. It's kind of like how they have the X Men not appear in the Fantastic Four not appear in this phase. But apparently, uh-huh. I think since Disney acquired him now, the, you know, it'll be in the next phase and all that stuff now since they actually have the rights it's just strange not to have spider-man there but yeah going back to what you were saying Uh uh-huh with spider-man being on the ps5 i don't know i i I would say that's that would be after ratchet and clank i don't know maybe they're like jeez you know (laughs) they started working on the next one straight after after it did so well yeah, you, you know what my theory is? This may sound crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. But if this does happen, we come back to this. I feel like the next Spider-Man game, imagine, since Sony owns it and they own Insomniac, what if they give Insomniac a project where they, they tackle the Spider-Verse? They tackle the Spider-Verse, and then Tom Holland ends up becoming a voice actor for, for Spider-Man in that game. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because they're like... They already have a side, like the one who did the voice work and the uh, one currently is like super solid. Like he really gave it his all in that game, especially during like emotional moments. So, oh, he'll he'll still be there. We're just going to have have it build up even more. Oh, you mean this you mean like the whole Spider-Verse like the Yeah, like the like the Spider-Verse. They're, they're going to they can implement that in now. No, they cuz Sony owns it now. And they own oh. Sony. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you should probably play Spider-Man 4. <laughs> it's like debunked. You should, uh, uh, should play that game. You're right. Spider-Man 4 is probably... Uh, since you said that, now now I know. <laughs> I have a feeling. I'm not going to say it, but I have a feeling where you're going with that now. There, there, mm. It already happened. Oh, no. It might, I just like, it I, might happen. It's like, it might, it might happen. I'm not entirely sure. It's like they're going their own separate way in that story, though, in terms of, like, um, opening it up to different characters. I'm just curious if they're going to go that route. Because with this I'm game, just, they're not, like, following, like, the normal uh, story. They're just doing their own but, thing. So, so that's why yeah, I was just yeah. curious to see if they were, they would, like, make an entirely different game in the Spider-Verse, like, in that type of universe. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. (laughs) Clearly, I don't know that much about the Spider-Man PS4 game. But I'm just saying, if you throw in that idea Mm -hmm. with, if Sony and Insomniac, they get this to work, where they make a game that incorporates, I don't know, because Tom Holland, he's huge. 
He's big right now for Spider-Man. Now imagine if the next Spider-Man movie, right? Because he, he signed a deal to do a couple. I I think I should get new source. <laughs> but imagine like if they did a you know, live action movie, but then they included the Spider-Man from the PS4 game. I'm just I'm just saying like that would be that'd be crazy for something like, because that has never I don't think that's ever happened in the like a, a seamless combination between the film and the game minus ratchet and clank we're not going to talk about that though (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would be really interesting to see if they would go that route i'm not sure if they would it'd be a different direction i definitely even if it's like a cameo or something like something small i could it would be weird that would be cool if they actually had because they they clearly said they they're not the mcu anymore so there has to be a reason why they did it. Mm. I feel like they're gonna branch off and make their own universe. I, that, that's just I know I know it sounds weird, dude. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm high. I don't know, but it's just I'm not gonna blow away that possibility. I never really maybe thought about just, that. Uh, that would be a good way to go, like a different different approach that I definitely never heard of or really thought of. And it would it'd be weird. It'd be weird. It'd be crazy. But man, if they did it, I make some history right there. <laughs> I have a question. And people people can't say there's no uh, good or bad video game movie. Or there's no there's no good video game movie because that would be it right there. I have a question for you. All right. Since we're on this whole topic Go. of them being acquired, do you think they would bring back any of their older IPs like the Resistance series? Hmm. Did you play the last Resistance game? I only played one and two. Yeah. Same here. I played one and two bits and pieces of three. As far as I know, it's a, it's a contained story. Mm-hmm. If they were to bring it back, I would say they would start off small first and do a like a remastered version of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't I don't know how much staying power <laughs> Resistance has as a series. Like if people even still talk about it. <laughs> I, I would love it if they did. That, that's a, that's a fun series. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's an overshadowed like series, like series when it comes to like first person shooters, especially when you think of Insomniac. You don't really go to like resistance think of a shooter, <laughs> but it's really solid like the games, and they're like really different, and probably has like one of the best AI in any uh, shooter. And their guns were were so unique too. Mm-hmm. Like it literally felt like a Ratchet and Clank. All the Ratchet and Clank weapons were converted into a first-person shooter. It's, uh, I don't know, that'd be insane. I, I, I would love to see another Resistance game, but last one that came out was 2011. It's been a while. I, I don't know if they would plan to do it again. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. As of right now, I'd, I'd probably lean towards no. They don't plan on doing that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ratchet and Clank and other Spider-Man have a higher chance right now like especially the spider-man one you know they're working on another one right now like after that yeah without popular became yeah yeah most likely so uh, yeah what do you think uh do you think there will be any other ips now that they are a part of sony i think they will i <laughs> i brought up the most uh liable news source called wikipedia <laughs> And there's actually a lot of games, to be honest, that they made. We just never heard of them. Like besides the Spyros, besides Ratchet. 
I know you know Song of the Deep. You probably heard of that. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Song of the Deep. Apparently, Edge of Nowhere, The Unspoken, and Feral Rights were all have win- heard. Microsoft Windows games. <laughs> I've, 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 yeah. bad. I've never heard of any of those. Some of them are Oculus, Oculus Rift game. Digit Dash, they made a phone game, apparently. Fruit Fusion, Sunset Overdrive. So between 2013 to 2016 is when they tried the whole independent developer and, you know, make games multi-platform. Like, it was those years. They were uh, working on stuff, and apparently 2018 is when they went back to Sony again, exclusively. So yeah, because <laughs> no one really talks about those games, huh? Yeah, you don't really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, they, yeah, they've made a lot of different games independently, and I, I don't know. I guess Sony was like, "Yo, you guys made a really great Spider-Man game, and people think you're with us, so let's just make it official." It's important though that it's it's official now. I, I feel like this partnership is gonna it's gonna work well between the two because basically when people think Insomniac they think of Sony anyway. So I guess it's just better to see it in a legalized paper form. <laughs> yeah, hopefully now that Sony has acquired another uh, company, they could have some more awesome games for the next generation, more exclusives. So. You know, Microsoft is like, you know what, Insomniac? How come, uh, how come you don't come over here? <laughs> uh, it's just uh, interesting to see that. And also going to the PS5 with Sony having a lot of companies behind them now. Say so it's really solid now, especially since they have that exclusive Spider-Man now. Mm, that's yeah. enticing to make uh, them actually buy that system. Oh man, system seller. Here we go. <laughs> I don't really I don't have too much information on the indie game scene, but I know you follow it very closely. And mm-hmm. what what was the topic you want to talk about? Well, this is a bit of a old topic. About like a few weeks, and that was Oblitz or Ooblitz being acquired by the Epic Game Store now. Oh, Oh, geez. Yeah. I think, oh, God. I know where this is going. <laughs> go, go ahead. Oh, well, for everyone who doesn't know by now, or if you do know, you know how, like, really weird it was. So the messed up thing about this and unfortunate thing is I've followed this game ever since I heard about it, like, a year ago, over a year ago now. And at that time... Everything was looking good. It's a pretty cool looking game. It's like a simulation kind of what Harvest Moon looking game in 3D. It's really cute. And it was originally going to be on Steam, of course. And everything was going fine. The development was going fine. And out of nowhere, they said there were just going to be their own self-publisher. So originally Hmm. it was weird because... It was like, I think Microsoft Studios is going to back them. Okay. But they said they just wanted to go solo or whatever. And then, like, recently, Epic picked them up. And the the bad thing about that is it was on Steam, like, the store page, and you get all that free advertisement, right? 
So it's like oh. it's been on the Steam page that whole time. They said, you know, I was gonna come to Steam. And then like out of nowhere when this happened, it's kinda strange that, that this happened and was it was it available for pre order? Uh, on the Steam page? Do you, no, do you remember? It, it, no, it was still in development. It was just oh, okay. It was just like on Steam and like cemented to come out for that platform for like the longest time. Oh man. Okay. And the thing is, I understand that they, you know, as any developer, you, you want to take like a lot of money because you're not sure how your game will do. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest. And apparently like they moved across country like a, I think it was like a couple months ago or a month ago or whatever, or something like that. So I don't know. This seems kind of strange that they moved across the country and <laughs> being acquired by Epic. And you know what? That's fine, right? I mean, yeah. it's still kind of like messed up, but I, I would understand it. Uh, the thing is, they sent a really like like a really douchey kind of email. So they sent out like a newsletter. The, the, the developer yeah. of Ooblet? Okay. And, they, and it's like they said, uh, we did, well, one thing on Twitter, they said we did the thing that like, people don't like. And it's like, it was like a character they had uh, doing the, uh, what's that one dance? <laughs> that meme dance? The, the epic Fortnite no, dance? No, the floss. The floss thing they had. Oh back. my God. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Man, I want to say this Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. And I'm already seeing it on Twitter. Oh, I see it. I have the tweet. Yeah. You, oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it says, it's the Ooplets official Twitter. They said, okay, so we did a thing, exclamation point. The thing people get angry about, but maybe don't get angry about it. And then the character's doing the floss. Yeah. And it's like the way the email is. Man, I should. We want to find this email. I don't know. Hold on, give me a second. Let's see if I can get get this. It was just a thing that was really like pretentious and like smug and kind of like not in a good way. And then the way they handled a lot of the backlashes, I think they like disabled posts on their Reddit and like Discord. I know like a lot of people were attacking them, which is wrong to do. Like, oh man, like like just, like <laughs> you shouldn't like send like really depth oh, threats yeah and like stuff. death threats like that. that's that, that's low but but other stuff just like people being upset about it they like deleted some posts and stuff but this email said we did the thing right so you know but yeah we're gonna be on an epic store uh oh man it says we're getting some upfront money as part of a minimum guarantee in exchange for pc exclusivity on their store so that allows them to pay you, like they said, rent and all that stuff. But it was like the post they wrote that I can click on. It's kind of, I don't know. And then it's like they don't really understand, like, why people are so, like. Why it's a big deal. Like, why it's a big deal, which made it even worse. And they said, this like, having another platform is a good thing. Which, you know, it's. It's not, it's not wrong. It's just. Oh man, that, that, that's a hot topic debate that could be in its own video. Epic and its aggressive tactics in purchasing 
exclusive exclusivity. It's you know you know what you know what I think it is. I think it's wrong when the game, you know, when you announce your game, you say it's going to be on all platforms or a specific platform, and then you know people are hyped up about it, and then you just back out last second, and then it yeah, that's, becomes Epic Star exclusive. It's like what Shenmue did, Shenmue Three, when they announced oh, it man. at E Three, they said. We're going to be on the Epic Game Store now. And then people who backed it on their Kickstarter was really pissed oh, off. That, that's even that, that's even worse if it's a Kickstarter. And then there's like promises to the backers, people who helped fund the game. And then just out of nowhere, you just completely lie. And that's why the Kickstarter thing has a whole uh, stigma behind it. It's because of situations like this. But geez, that's, that's bad. I feel like this is going to be something... That's going to happen, continue to happen too with Epic. Yeah. The thing is, uh, I don't mind, like, it's good if a game, like, goes on, you know, if they want to go on Epic, if they want to have that insured money, especially when you're an indie developer. But you should not, like, switch, like, do a different switch like that. And then, like have a blog post that's like kind of pretentious. Like if you read the blog post, it's kind of like snarky. And then the way they <laughs> like, like reply to their fans and like said stuff about, you know, entitlement and stuff. Like, uh, boy, it got, it got, go. like it got to the point where like, <laughs> oh, like it was kind of like dickish. And they're just being completely rude. And then there's like so many things like online after that happened with, uh, different news sites and youtube you know reporting it i'm I'm surprised you haven't heard about that because for like that like week like one or two weeks like that was like really bad is that everywhere yeah like in terms of like them being i don't know i think i i don't know i hear about this like happening so many times like so many different games like metro I think Metro Exodus was another one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The Metro game. Yeah, it's just, it keeps happening and can't do anything about it. A lot of the developers, too, the ones who do, do who commit this practice, they don't believe that it's it's wrong either. And like, like you said, it's, I understand they, they got to make money, but they really need to be transparent with gamers, <laughs> you know, when it first, when they're making the announcements for their game. Like they need to be hundred percent transparent. Like right off the bat, they should be telling their consumers, uh, you know, we're we're planning to release our our product on Epic. Unfor- <laughs> I almost said unfortunately, <laughs> they're planning to release our product on on the Epic Game Store, and we have no promises to release on any other platform. Like they should make it clear. But it makes you wonder how much money Epic is flashing around for them to, you know. Because these developers, they know they're going to receive backlash, but the payment is just too good to ignore. So it really makes you wonder how how deep are the claws of Epic? You know, how how far have they they put these claws into these developers to make them want to risk such bad publicity? It's also bad though, because you know, like when a company does that, you're just going to lose a lot of trust for your game, especially if you're like an indie developer. Like, I mean, we're not even ah. sure how long the Epic Store, if it's going to last a long time or if a lot of people will, like, even move over there. Not to mention, they still haven't added a lot of the features that they had on their uh, roadmap. <laughs> you know, the ones that they promised. I wish I had that shopping cart. 
you remember the one they said like during the summer they would have like all those features and UI mm-hmm. and the store. They still from, here we are, August, almost September. And the eve oh of Borderlands God. 3 and Man. still haven't updated anything. Oh god, Borderlands 3. There's a whole stuff with that. But anyway, yeah, going back to this whole thing, I, I don't know. It's just kind of nasty. And then it's like I was just looking around and other developers, you know, they also agree that the way they handled it could have been a lot of better could have been better. Like they said, dang, that's that's nasty. <laughs> Uh, like it's just the way. I, like I don't know. I don't care. Like if they want an Epic Store, right? At the start, it'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. But the way, and then even if they switched, if they said it in a better way instead of like sarcastic or jokingly, especially mm-hmm. when you know a lot of people are in that whole phase right now where we're really like annoyed about Epic taking a lot of games. If they just said it in a mm-hmm. way like they needed the money or. You know, they they had a hard choice and they hope people understand and they said it in a nice formal way instead of like a snarky kind of way. It would have been better yeah. received, in my opinion. Basically not stooping to the level of all the haters. Yeah, that's right? kind of what happened. That, that I know. It's just like I, I I know in situations situations like this, it's it's always important to keep a level head. And I have a feeling that there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we're not seeing. Like, you know, like you said, that the death threats and the insulting emails. And I know for each person, uh, everyone has like that certain point. Well, they'll, they will be pushed to that point where many times they'll they'll say things that they normally wouldn't say. And then they'll just, you know, they'll, they'll just release it all, all at once. And it, it's happened time and time again. There's a lot of developers where this happens, where they switch to Epic and then they're trying to do damage control, but then they let things slip and then they like start talking smack about the consumer too. And it's mm-hmm. it's just not a, it's just not a healthy way to go about it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the, the things that people say and do on the internet, they, it, it, it is really ugly. And I feel sorry for the developers too, that they have to go through that stuff. But a, a part of us is also, feel also feels like that if they can, they have someone that can actually handle the situation. They should get that person on board. They should have like a can PR. handle all that stuff. Yeah, like a PR person that can really understand why the people are angry and that they can handle the situation better. Because a lot of these developers, they really should not be on social media talking about this stuff because they, they just make the situation worse. It's just yeah, sadly, uh, as of time right now, even after 18 days ago, the subreddit is still uh, locked. Oh. Like, can't look at it at all? I know you can look at it, but you can't, like, post. Okay, so they... <laughs> Oof. It's just rough. Like, and, and you even see, like, there's one post. To be honest, it's not a big deal to me that it's on Epic. I'm super glad and the game is getting funding, which I agree. I'm glad because it's, it's a cute game. I was, I'm really looking forward to it. It's just disappointing, though. That they're being weirdly passive aggressive about inconveniencing some of their consumer base. That kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. I know they're trying to get ahead of the potential backlash, but it felt very unnecessary. And even Jim Sterling made a video <laughs> about like exclusives. You know, you know, like recently. Oh, I, I know. He he's he's constantly tackling that subject, like every like many of his videos. But it's just the way they handled it. 
could have been a lot better. I still wish them the best of luck in terms of uh, creating a good game, but hopefully they can learn from that and maybe see from the consumer ex- like perspective and stuff. And also uh, try not to lash out or like say anything because it might, it's hard to do, but you still have to be better than, you know, yeah, what's coming yeah, to you. Even if it's hard, you just, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 those kind of situations are always going to be tough, but it, it's it's difficult. You have to really keep a level head in those type of situations. It's just unfortunately when it comes to selling product, you know that old saying, you know, customers always right. If you want your product to be successful, you kind of have to play towards that. And even though the customer consumer may say things that will really push you, you know, it, it's you have to do your best to always be the better person in those situations. That's. That's how it is. That that's basically uh, what uh, retail one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, it's basically retail one hundred and one right there. You just and it sucks, and you have to. It's, it's difficult to take sometimes, but you really just gotta hold on, hold on to it. And for everyone else, if you're if you're that that is that's behavior that really shouldn't be <laughs> condoned. That you, you shouldn't. People shouldn't behave like that. And it, I know it's it's the internet though. You just <laughs> people don't care. Yeah. What were you saying? Well, on her Twitter, they still haven't posted since August 6th. So they're definitely not like. That's the smart thing to do. <laughs> and I'm, that's probably pretty big to them, too, like heavy, because it was only like a, a couple of people working on the game, too. So, oh. like, no matter how like tough you are, that's still like a lot of mental, mental stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll. We'll see about it. They need to handle that better, though. Yeah. Best of luck to the company. I think it's Glumber. Glumberland. Glumberland. Yeah. Yeah. Best of luck with them. Hopefully, they're able to get the situation sorted out. And hopefully, people, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to express your opinion, especially if your opinion you're expressing is is ultimately, you know, good for the game in the long run. Because feedback is is constructive feedback is always good, but definitely be careful on how you, uh, you know, state your feedback. <laughs> there's no there's no need to be rude and do death threats or anything like that. Oh uh, yeah, I think that that's about it. That covers it, man. So that's going to cover the topics that we wanted to talk about on this podcast episode. It's a really interesting topics that we had today. <laughs> Um, we, we went from like super hype to like very somber towards the end. <laughs> I know, right? Oh but, my goodness! You no, know, not not all uh, not all gaming news is always going to be yeah, for- sunshine and rainbows. Unfortunately, but hopefully, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can leave a some feedback. We're trying something a little bit different, having a, a little bit you know, more condensed for this particular episode. And just discussing some things that recently happened. And hopefully to those who are listening, if you want to leave a rating on any of the stores that you're listening from, since we are on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, then feel free to do that. But until next time, you can catch Tubby on the Tubby Sandwich channel, right? Yes, you can find me on the Tubby Sandwich at YouTube. Specialize in 
unboxing videos, box art, game manuals, pretty much anything involving a physical video game. You can check that stuff out. You can find me on Now That's Gaming on YouTube, where I do a lot of indie and Nintendo related content. Until next time, everyone. See ya. All right. Take care, everybody.